And welcome to the After Overtime Podcast with your host, Tyler Lighty, and co-host, but not producer this week, Nathan McWilliams. I'm off for the holidays, yeah. I'm, yeah. Uh, I'm just sitting here relaxing. It's weird. I got no responsibilities other than to chime in every once in a while. Yeah, it's definitely super weird, especially because I can't remember the last time I've had to set up a podcast. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I didn't have to set one up. Yeah, so it's definitely a weird dynamic in the room right now. Yeah, no, it's nice, though. I like it, at least. I got less responsibility, so I'll I'll take it. (laughs) Yeah, home for the holidays. You got to love it, right? Absolutely. I mean, not that home is far from you. You're 40 minutes from home. 40 minutes. It was always weird for me traveling home for the holidays from Long Island. It was like a continual... What's the word I'm looking... It was painful. Yeah, I hear you. You don't really get a break because it's such a... It's it's an endeavor to come back. Yeah, no, for me, it's easy. I come home. I've pretty much just been sleeping... Up until today, today I started to get back into, you know, normal life stuff, but just came home and slept for a couple of days. We had a nice dinner as a, as a group the other night, but other than that, oh, I, was I've beautiful. just been relaxing. It was beautiful, outside of the fact that I was getting reamed out by everybody. <laughs> you were spent. You were spent. I was not it was, that it was spent. A long night. Everyone kept saying I was spent. Okay, I, I'm going to break it down. Not only was I not spent, I was the only one who wanted to play drinking games. And the moment Tyler starts yelling, I want to play drinking games, nobody wants to play. It's a problem. I don't get it. But then, when it turns out Tyler doesn't want to play King's Cup, oh, Tyler doesn't want to play drinking games. Listen, I was out on all... And I hope you fucks are hearing this. (laughs) I was out on all drinking games all night, so I take no responsibility. Fair enough. I back up Nate on this. I do know that you were sleeping outside at one point, though. No, I was (laughs) looking at the stars through the skylight. All right, whatever you say. I don't it was I don't, I'm not even sure if there was a sky. So our friend, <laughs> by the way, um, we're going to be talking about general Thanksgiving stuff this episode, including the Thanksgiving Day games. That's why we're talking about our holiday celebration on Saturday. Uh, Should have probably just welcomed you up front to the After Overtime Thanksgiving Day special. Gobble, gobble. There you go. Yeah, no, you got to get festive. Yeah, no, definitely. But just as, I'm going to set the scene for you. So we're at our friend Liz's house. She's got a beautiful new house. Awesome for her, very happy for her, very proud of her. Outside, they have like a screen room, which I love. I love the screen room. Yeah, have I ever no. told you how much I like screen rooms? It's a perfect thing, especially for right now with everything going on. Oh, you can do as whatever. far as like hanging out inside with oh, people. Yeah. Is that where we're going with this? We're going COVID with the screen room. No, I'm just saying I think it's a nice thing to have right now. You don't have the to you can get a little, uh, you know, you can still be relaxed, but sort of Fresh inside, air. you know. I think what I liked about it most was me and Nate went in full suits, right? Yes, we did. Which we, was We beautiful. outclassed everyone. Easily. As usual. Yeah, I mean, t- that's what I figure we're going to do every uh-huh. time. So the suits were definitely a nice, everyone liked the suits. But I was getting a little hot. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sit here and act like I wasn't. I ended up changing. But for a while, I was sitting outside in the suit. It was a beautiful night out. It was like, oh. I sound like I'm on NPR right now, but it was like 51 degrees. Oh, sorry. My speaker just just turned off. Somebody just dropped a barrel of monkeys. Way to go, Tyler. (laughs) But no, it was like 55 out. I'm laying outside by myself. Everyone else is inside. Um, They locked me out, so I didn't really have much of a choice. I didn't have much of a choice. Um, And at that point, I got up to come back in and hang out, and it was locked, and everyone laughed. And I we was immediately like, unlocked it, though. But I but went into protest. Tyler I went into protest. Too, too proud and too stubborn for that. So he sat outside for another hour. Oh, yeah. I totally mm-hmm. I totally went into protest for him. I hate. I don't mind getting messed with. But when I'm already kind of. All right. You know what? I'll admit it. I was a bit spent. I didn't have spent. time for it. I didn't have time for it. 
There, there was zero time for it. The truth I'll admit it. comes out. I'll admit it. I'm no capper. No capper. Shouts out to Mason and Bo. The Cap City Kings. <laughs> so on today's episode of the Thanksgiving Day special, we're going to be talking about just general Thanksgiving shit. Now, I do want to give a disclaimer at this point in the podcast. My mom listened to the last podcast and she goes, oh my gosh, I think it's a great idea that you, this, by the way, this sounds nothing like her. I do a terrible impression of my mom. She's like, I think it sounds like a great idea that you're doing the Thanksgiving Day podcast, but you will not be talking bad about relatives on the podcast. And now mind you, all the relatives that come over for Thanksgiving, I love, I love most of my relatives, like 99%. So I was like, of course, I was just saying that as like a joke. I mean, obviously, if anyone hates their relatives, it's me hating myself. Mm-hmm. That's the most hate I'll give any relative is myself. So are you still having still having a crew here then? Uh, not a lot. Yeah, Very just, small. Just the minimal. I think just my grandfather and like my cousins and my aunt and uncle. We usually have like yeah. 15, 20. I think we're down to like 10. The minimal. Yeah, the minimal requirement. That need somebody to. Need somewhere to go. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that's that's super nice. I know we're just doing, unfortunately, just, just my brother yeah. and parents. But, yeah, uh, I mean, I I don't know. I feel weird about the whole cancellation thing. Yeah, no, I mean, we, we were pretty set on not doing what we were going to do, and it turns out that, like, they didn't wind up. My aunt and uncle didn't wind up doing their thing anyway, so. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just... Uh, feel like it's kind of a pussy move i'm, I'm not gonna lie i feel hey, i don't know i look i i've stood by the whole thing that where this is a very serious thing that we need to be safe but we haven't been safe this whole time and don't sit there and act like yes i'm talking to you people on facebook and instagram that don't listen to this podcast so i can say it without you caring but don't act like you haven't been seeing people this one girl posts something every fucking day where she's like just remember, when you cancel Thanksgiving, you're not doing it in spite. You're doing it because you love your loved ones and you want to keep them safe. But yet she's hanging out with her boyfriend every day. And yeah. I know your boyfriend, like, doesn't live with you. Like, what do you – so, uh, so what, we can it's endanger the – specific I'm just saying example. we can endanger the boyfriend, but we can't endanger grandma. What's going on here? I just feel like your grandparents and your family are the last people you want. You're not worried about your friends and shit because everybody's doing the same thing. But when it comes to older aunts, <sighs> uncles, and grandparents, like, that's who – I've tried to stay away from But that's on them, right? Right? That's their choice. Am yeah, I wrong? I mean, I hear you, but they want to go out too. And Listen, if, my if grand- make it safe. My grandfather, it safe. if he's listening to him, bless his heart, I know him. He doesn't want to stay inside all the time. Yeah. He, he'd be so fucking bored. Uh-huh. And to my um, passed away grandfather, when he had actual medical issues where they were like, you probably shouldn't be doing shit, he was still doing shit. Yeah. I come from a family of old people that when they finally retire – and have time on their hands, their body goes for some reason, and they want to do everything. Like, I can't blame them. Listen, and, and my, my great aunts and uncles, I love them, and I don't think they're coming, and I feel bad that they're not coming, but I very much respect their decision. They don't want to put themselves in harm's way. I'm 100% okay with that. No one is hurt by it. The only reason I'd even be slightly hurt by it is because I want to see you, but unfortunately I can't, but I understand. That's their choice, though. Yeah, no, I hear you. I mean... We're, uh, I don't know. I don't think anything's going on in my family kind of collectively. So Yeah, yeah, know. no. Unless you. you guys just weren't invited. Uh, that's very possible. <laughs> but uh, I, I have seen my grandparents at least a little bit. Yeah. Uh, although I probably haven't been safe enough. But I think that I think they're set. I would say, they're set with everything. I would say, I listen, and, and I am definitely 
not the prime example of what to do during a pandemic. I mean, I travel for work usually twice a week. I'm in New York and Connecticut and Jersey. Um, I mean, I'm safe, obviously. When I'm on a job site, I wear a mask. There's no question about it. Um, if I'm within six feet of anybody, I'm wearing a mask usually unless it's like you uh, or we're at your apartment. Yeah, no, I just feel like I'm at school. That's like, I just feel like being in that area is a high risk. Like, I, guess, I, I feel like, like I'm, I'm down safe. At, I'm down at Temple every weekend. But I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I, I definitely. I wouldn't I say know. we're risky. I feel like we're pretty safe. No, but I do go out during the week as fair far enough. as like just stuff you need to do to yeah, stay alive. Enough, you know, like I have get to get food. Yeah, get food, go to school buildings once in a while, print some shit out, uh, you know, see some classmates that you have to do in person work. So it's just like that general. I don't know, being in the city, high populated area, even if everybody's being responsible, it's possible. That type of thing sketches me out. No, yeah. Um, I, if I, I was around understand. here more and like as you you come down on the weekends, we're just chilling on the weekends. Um, hilariously, you know, I don't do anything on the weekends. The weeks yeah. are my busy time. Um, as far as going out. So yeah, no, I feel like that's pretty safe for sure. Yeah. And you've definitely like been safer than me in terms of going out. Yeah, no, I haven't been like out. Yeah, you haven't been out at all. I have been. I I also, yeah. Yeah, since this, I think I've been to three bars. None of them I went inside, sat outside. Uh, Two of the times it was. Actually, the only time you went out was when we went to yards, I think. Yeah, we went out one other time. We went out to after golf the one time, too, with Bo. Oh, to proper. To proper. Uh, so that was good too. But those are the only those two times outside, I, yeah. out I've been, I think at all. I might have gone out with my parents at one point for my birthday, but that was, uh, yeah, that was it. Dude, this know. whole thing sucked. This hit. I'm not the like, I'm not the biggest restaurant guy in the world. In the yeah, see, time. I'm a huge restaurant guy. I, I don't really like, miss it. I really I'm miss it. Really, I don't like sitting still. If ever, if restaurants had like a 35, 40 minute cap on how long you could sit at the table, I'd love it. Oh, I see, mean, that's where you and me are completely different. Yeah. I could finish a meal and drink beer and coffee until the cows come home. See, the second the meal's over with, I need to be out of there. So <laughs> for Thanksgiving Day meal, are you the same way? Like you got to nah, – Because you're a multiple plate guy, I feel like. Yeah, Thanksgiving Day is the exception for sure. Uh, I think it just comes down to my jittery nature and like Thanksgiving. You Overall jittery. You're mentally in that state of, you know, you're just going to lie around all day. Gonna go. Yeah, no, you're totally going to like – pick up the see i'm not a jitteriness person on thanksgiving yeah, i like yeah. to sit i watch my i wake up we do breakfast with my grandma usually i'll come home have a couple beers you know watch the game have a couple more beers you know sit at the kids table have two plates have a couple <laughs> more beers go watch the game and usually, I might even hit up some friends Thanksgiving night. Who knows? If yeah. everyone's available tomorrow, maybe we all hang out. I don't no, know. I usually do do something something along those lines at the end of the night. I, uh, I'm i usually, you know, pretty drunk at the end of the night. But I don't know. Oh, yeah. I haven't been drinking recently. So I might I might, have, I might be able to be the one to pick everybody up for the rally. Yeah, you've been off the wagon. I've been off. There's no, a Seinfeld bit about that. Yeah. And it's like the most re- – it's, it's the most – Well, I can't – Is it on the wagon or off the wagon? So off the wagon means you're drinking. But I think that's so stupid because drinking would mean you're on the wagon, like you're doing it. So it should be when you're make sense. It's off too the wagon. Of an, uh, an, you're not. Yeah. You're not, you, you Either are drinking. Whatever you way, are drinking. The, whatever the way, the right way is, it's still stupid because yeah, no, that is dumb so easily confusing. My question is: Did this phrase "off the wagon" come from like the Amish back in the day? They were just getting too pissed off moonshine. 
And he was like, Jim, I mean, you're falling <laughs> off the wagon. <laughs> I imagine it was just everyone had to ride around in wagons. Like, that's the only way to get around. That's when it had to have happened, right? The cities, you know. I guess, and obviously, you yeah. know, you fell off the horse and buggy. just yeah. didn't have a ring to it. Yeah, exactly. So going back to Thanksgiving Day dinner, I figured uh, a nice little ranking system. Oh, which, by the way, I got to work this in real quick just because I'm going to forget about it. Um, my locks, because I am going to talk about this on the regular show. We're going to do a second show this week, yeah? Absolutely. Our regular show, yeah, of course. When we have time in between writing our script. Um, my regular locks this week went three of five. My overall picks, I only got three wrong out of every game. Beautiful. And my touchdown bet, I do a crazy touchdown bet, which I might start announcing on here. I do like uh, like I pick eight guys to score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. I got seven of eight this Damn. weekend. You know how much that bet was for? What twenty three thousand dollars? Damn. The only person not to score was Jalen Rieger. Damn, that's crazy. That's gut wrenching. Yeah, it hurt. Yeah, never bet on the Eagles for any any. Yeah, I will never be betting on another Eagle to score a touchdown. It hurt my soul deeply. Yeah, that's uh. There's no upside to that. That's just terrible. No, yeah, it just hurt. <laughs> but back to the Thanksgiving theme, the festivities, being happy. Do you feel like the Cowboys playing on Thanksgiving is unfair because it ruins your happiness every year? No, nah, because they usually suck. So, I don't know. I think it's kind of it's kind of stupid that, the like, I don't know. Like, I get why the Lions and the Cowboys play every year. It makes sense. But... They're I actually just like not, the Lions playing a lot. They're just consistently not good, and it's just such a waste of a of a day of great sports like availability. But I feel like that's also kind of the wonder of like Dallas is a little different for me. Like I just hate Dallas. Sometimes they're at least decent, but like the Detroit thing, the game's on at noon. Yeah, I guess you're no really one really cares. Them. Family just starts to come over in the second half, so you don't have to pay attention too hard. They always have some interesting players. Like, it is always fun to watch Matt Stafford chuck the ball. It was fun to watch Calvin Johnson all those years. Like, there's some interesting things that Detroit does on a football field that's fun to watch, regardless of if they're good or not. And I feel like that's the perfect... Like, Detroit playing on Thanksgiving to me is... Like when all your friends start riding bikes and you still need training wheels, like at least you get to ride the bike. Yeah. I do like the tradition of it all for sure. I think it's a cool, a cool tradition of that. Those teams play. And I mean, Detroit's the reason that anybody plays Thanksgiving. Yeah. So if one of the teams are going to get to do it, it's them. Yeah. I think Detroit should keep the spot. Um, I would not be opposed to Pittsburgh leaving that spot. I mean, that all started because of, um, the old, old commissioner. Oh, what was his name? I'm terrible at my football history sometimes. The first commissioner, it might have been the first or the second commissioner, actually tried to brand the NFL in a different way, which is where the America's team thing started. Did you know this? Uh, He called Rooney of the Steelers and yeah, tried yeah, yeah, and yeah. tried to get the Steelers to be this. America's uh, team. I might have. He tried to get the Steelers to be America's team. And Pittsburgh declined and said, we are Pittsburgh's team. Yeah. And that's where the whole marketing scheme for Dallas is America's team yeah. came from. It was brought upon by the NFL because mm-hmm. they had successful teams. They wanted to use Pittsburgh. They ended up using Dallas. I imagine, um, I don't know when Dallas started playing on Thanksgiving, but I would imagine those two coincide. 
Yeah, I know it was definitely uh, it was the Cowboys were like, oh, let's jump on this. I think it might have even been before that, before they had the up uptick. Yeah. I think they might have jumped on that. It's just a pure cheap marketing yeah. thing that they. I are, mean, Thanksgiving the, the only the only more on. American holiday than Thanksgiving is the Fourth of July. Agreed. And honestly, you could even make an argument that in a way, Thanksgiving is more American because we're celebrating giving thanks and making peace with the Native Americans that we came here and murdered. Yeah. I mean, uh, how American uh, is was, that? There were some explosions. I would I would think it has a little bit better of an argument. Oh, yeah. But I'm just saying how. Yeah, I mean, Fourth of July, obviously. Is, the explosions you know. really, really put it over the edge, in my opinion. I, I would agree with that. I'm just saying how American is it that we celebrate a holiday? Yeah. I mean, we celebrate tons of those. Holidays. Yeah, terrible holidays. <laughs> we celebrate lots of them. Yeah, we have we have awful holidays here. I mean, we get off from works. So that's not too bad. Priority. That's the bright side. That's <laughs> yeah. the bright side of, to all this terribleness. You don't have to go to Starbucks. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, the next thing I want to get into, like I said, there's going to be a very short podcast. We're at the 17-minute mark right now. We're thinking like around 30. Yep. Uh, just, you know, talking Thanksgiving. It Check it in for the holidays. Yeah. So my question, next question, Nate, this one's going to be, I bet, hard for you to answer. Thanksgiving dishes. Ranked. I, I want you to do... You got to rank turkey, stuffing, mashed potatoes, and then I will give you, because I feel like after that, everything rotates between like yams, uh, actual sweet potato casserole, green bean casserole, mac and cheese. So get, give me your top five. Um, right. I, I would appreciate, I mean, if mashed potatoes and stuffing and turkey aren't in the top five, like if you have like other dishes, feel free to include them, mm-hmm. but Absolutely. I would like to know your top five. I'd probably go one, two. Probably mac and cheese, mashed potatoes. Those are just two two of my straight up favorite foods in the world, no question about it. Um, what was the what was the third one that you said I had to use? Turkey, turkey or stuffing? I feel like are pretty universal. Stuffing, I'm not really a stuffing guy. It's not. It was like I was a picky eater when I was a kid. Never really got into stuffing. I'll have a little bit once in a while, but I'm not. That would be the only one that would be in my top five. Turkey's probably bottom. I know I'm going completely out of order. Turkey's, That's fine. Turkey's probably four or five. So we got. Cornbread would be in there. Oh, you do cornbread at yours. I, I do. We do. Uh, so I'll probably go put that at three or f- four because it's bread. But I don't really have a three off the top of my head right there. I just don't. You don't? I don't think. I don't know. I feel like I, I'm, not, I don't know, I'm not the biggest like Thanksgiving food guy, mm. though I do enjoy it as a as a collective as a on collective. the day. It's a bunch of little, it's the Oakland A's of a holiday. Yeah, meal. exactly. You put exactly. together a bunch of little pieces that it's, on their own are really just okay. And they come out and play great until the playoffs. The money ball of holiday. It's the money ball of holiday. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised. I, mean, I put gravy on everything. I don't, gravy. I mean, that can be, that yeah, that can't be a, a single item. I know, I'll let you put gravy at three. I'll let you do that. Uh, all right. Uh, definitely a cop out there. Oh, uh, some all ground potatoes. I can't get double up on potatoes, but we do that like every other year. All ground? All gratin. The fuck is that? Really? No shit. You don't know what uh, I found a food that Tyler doesn't know. Yeah, all ground potatoes. Bro, it's fucking unbelievable. It's like sliced potatoes, like, you know, some thick potato chips, right? Yeah. And you fucking, it's like baked potato style, but it's the slices. And it's just covered in cheese. And I'm sure yeah, I'm. Yeah, no. Uh, scalloped potatoes. Yeah, exactly. Same thing. Same thing. All gratin is the other Okay, thing. So, just, so I know the food. It's just yeah, a different term. Yeah, all right. Okay, cool. So, all right. 
Yeah. I can I can uh, <laughs> stay alive. Be back My up, whole yeah. life isn't a shame. It wasn't a triumph as I thought. No, nah, it was still good. Um but great yeah. great though. Yeah, no, those are uh those those are interchangeable with mashed potatoes. My great uncle Greg makes them. This is hilarious. He makes them with like white wine and Gruyere cheese. And they are some of the best scalloped potatoes I've ever had. My mom tries and recreates them and she just can't do it. I don't know what it is. My mom is a fantastic cook, but when it comes to recreating recipes, she falls short. I think everybody probably has that problem. I mean, when I somebody don't. really nails it, but when somebody really nails it. I to me, true cooking, it, it's the same it's the same thing as coaching. You know, obviously when you have an offense that has a great running back and an offensive line, you're going to run the ball. Okay, I got a great piece of meat. I'm going to make a great steak. It's all in the little details, the slight seasoning, the differential of cook time, the oil, the pan, the method. That's where everything changes, my friend, and that's true cooking. When you stop following the recipe to a T and you let it just yeah. naturally flow. No, absolutely. That's what's nice about cooking as opposed to baking or any other type of food I don't want to say processing, but that's not what I mean. You know, cooking is like the artistic version as, you know, baking is the science. Yeah, no, I would I would definitely agree with that. Baking is a total science. There's actually like weird like chemical imbalance within some baking recipes. Yeah, no, if you decide to add a little more sugar because it's not sweet enough, you can all of a sudden have a cake that doesn't rise or something. Yeah, it's like crazy. That. I don't know. I don't, I don't dip my toe into that. It's like different ways. Water. It's like that uh, scientific way on how to cook cookies. Like, it's like adding baking soda versus baking powder. Just the little stuff. Adding salt. Like, how the cookie rises and how the cookie crumbles. I saw something on Reddit that it was like... <laughs> <laughs> I saw something on Reddit where they, like, they baked cookie, a batch of cookies with, like, intervals of, like, teaspoons of butter. Yeah. Like, to see the perfect one. That's some next level. That is shit. next level. That is some... That is a job that I want. <laughs> I would do that. Yeah. I mean, we could. <laughs> oh, we definitely could. I'll give you my top five. You ready? We'll just, we'll start a new show. Hold on. <laughs> I'm, I'm listening. And it's just be how much butter and we'll cook things with different we'll figure out scientifically measured out butter. butter. That would be a pretty good YouTube series. Uh-huh. We just nail every recipe butter wise and can go from there. Yeah. Are we going to pitch it? I like it. I'll pitch it. a pretty good idea. We'll definitely not be helping the obesity problem. But. No, but like, who cares? Obesity's not that bad. <laughs> nah. Okay. Nobody's been obese and sad. I, I, I don't know about that. Nobody gets obese and feels sad while they're getting obese. Yeah, no one feels sad while they're getting obese. Except for, um, I imagine people that have, what is that? What's binge eating? Is that just binge eating? Is that is that it? There's not like a term. Yeah, I think that's just. Yeah. I think uh, I think we sound like McDonald's executives right now. <laughs> Do we? I think that's a bad thing. A very. Bad I don't know. Thing. <laughs> are McDonald's executives that evil? They're I, not. Walmart. I think they they probably are evil. Yes. No, I'm not saying. <laughs> Haven't you seen what's the movie where they rip that guy's? What's the uh, what's the movie? It's Michael Keaton plays the founder. Of huh? McDonald's. Yeah. It's called The Founder. I've never seen it. Oh, wow. Movie guy over here. Oh, well, I'll explain the movie now. He's the founder. He was like, he was selling milkshake machines, and he realized all these restaurants were doing exactly the same thing, but if they streamlined it, they'd make way more money. So he started opening up McDonald's, and then they fucking stole it from him. You know, the story of how every single company in the world started. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Well, all for this evil McDonald's talk, I'll give you my top five Thanksgiving Day recipes or just thanks all right so i'm gonna do them in order um one it's gonna throw you for a complete loop pearled onions 
Whoa. My great aunt Judy makes them. I've never seen anyone else make these. They're like little, literally bite-sized onion balls. Literally, just like onions. Like they're pearled onions. They're a type of onion. Very small. Almost like a shallot. Shallot. That's what I was picturing. I mean, I yeah. guess I was picturing a large but, pearl. A large pearl. Yeah, pretty much. And they're in like a cream sauce is the best way to describe it. And they, they're decadent and they wreck your bowels. So but it's, it's not even like there's not even cheese on it or anything. It's just no. straight up onion. You're just eating onion. Onion and cream. But it's like amazing. I mean, I could eat, eat an onion like an apple. I that's, could. I love that's, them. That's a wild thing. I don't know. I'm not a big onion guy. But that's, but that's they're tremendous. Anything uh, in cream, I'm yeah. usually in on. Yeah. Two, I'm going to go turkey. It's not that I even love turkey more than anything else. It's a Thanksgiving Day staple. And I'm the biggest in my family, so I always get the dark meat turkey leg, which you cannot beat a dark meat turkey leg. Well, I mean, they're, they're, well, it is dark meat. When he but. says he's the biggest and that's why, it's because he's – Physically, yeah, no, it's because I'm physically the him. biggest. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to hurt you if you try to take that. Yeah, if someone else tries to get that turkey leg, like you're going to the ground. It's a, it's a real dog eat dog Thanksgiving yeah. dinner here at the Listen, ladies. 6 1, 270 up in here. Okay, yeah. you step towards that turkey leg, like, you're gonna be fucked. It's like uh, the Festivus dinner, which is hilarious. The challenge takes, takes all challengers for the turkey leg. Like. Oh my goodness, <laughs> I have um, it's funny we talk about my size and how like a lot of people. I wouldn't say people are scared of me, but once I start getting physical, people don't like to get physical with me because mm-hmm. I feel they think I'm going to hurt them. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Well, it's not easy to just push you back around. No. But today um, I was driving out of I had to drop off some stuff for work and someone was fucking with the mirror, I guess, when they were driving the car before me. And I didn't even see I pulled out and I almost like crashed. I almost hit this guy's car. Damn. Like I felt bad. I mean, everything was fine. I was going like five miles an hour, mm-hmm. so it wasn't huge. But then. I don't want to call him an asshole, but he cut me off, stopped in the middle of the road, and got out of his car to act all tough. Mm-hmm. And he started yelling at me, what do you do? Do you even know how to drive, man? And I, no, it's my fault. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to yell back or cuss at him, surprisingly. But all I did was I dropped the window down, and I went, of course I know how to drive. I'm in a car, aren't I? <laughs> and he fucking looks at me, and he takes a step. And then sees me. Yeah. Like now he clearly sees me. For the rest of the time he yelled, he did not move his feet. Not get close. He could, he, very small man, but the whole, the rest of the time he was, you could tell in his head, he was like, man, I want to rip into this guy and, and go up to his window, but may, maybe that's not the right choice here. Dude, I sidetrack story real quick. I was on the Route 9 in New Jersey coming back from driving my brother off with my cousin. Uh huh. And we saw. Pretty much this story happening, only it's like bumper-to-bumper traffic. So, like, you know, there's no end to it. There isn't, like, a natural you have to get in your car and move because we were in in still traffic. And the guy was British. He looked like he could have been a world's strongest man guy, (laughs) but he was British. So all the things he was saying – he was the guy getting in the window of another car. Yeah. All of the things he was saying sounded (laughs) – so, so unintimidating. <laughs> he said something about spanking the guy. Like it I'll was all you. it was all weird British shit. <laughs> like he, what he he sounded tough. Like even his accent. But the things that he was saying were like British insults. Beat you was, over with a celery stick, yeah, Mike. Some shit like that. Even though that was Australia. Australian. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was weird. Ins- it was it was a surreal surreal thing that happened. I don't know. Just just sparked my memory right there. That's crazy. Uh, I think you're at three. Yeah, I am at three. So I did turkey two, mashed potatoes three. You know, no stuffing three. Mm-hmm. I'm when stuffing's done right, 
I'm a really big stuffing guy. I actually made stuffing for our Friendsgiving. Indeed you did. Uh-huh. And it was all right. I was a little upset. Everything, for I some reason... Time. It was very good. Yeah, for some of our... Our group cannot get our timing together. Yeah, no. So, like, everyone's there late. The Like, there was a great spread. Liz put out an awesome yeah, spread. Yeah, so much food. Yeah, it's great amazing. charcuterie boards. Um, I'm a big fan of those. Um, and she had a lot of fruit out, so we were munching before dinner. And the dinner kind of all just came out it good, yeah. but it was, like, lukewarm. Yeah. It wasn't, like, piping hot. Yeah. And so but it was tough because we all brought stuff. Exactly. We all so brought stuff like and it, we all brought stuff hot. Yeah. And there was only one oven. Obviously. Yeah. There's so one there was, oven. There's, there was 10 of us. So there was a lot of different, 10 different dishes yeah. that had to be heated up. Yeah. It was, it was hectic. Including and Nate, Nate had to make mashed potatoes. Turns out someone else made mashed potatoes and didn't tell anyone. Of course. Your mashed potatoes were better though. Of course they were. I just wanted no, to No, I'm know. sure. I'm sure Ben and Abby's were excellent also. If, they were if okay. Abby made them, I'm sure they were very good. If Ben made them. I'll trash them. I didn't actually don't think I had it. Ben got into me for not coming to Max's house. You, you wanted to make sure I didn't go back to Max's either. Oh, he got really into me. They were going back to our other friend's house afterwards. And um, like I said, I was kind of spent and I was kind of done getting fucked around with. I was just tired of it. Yeah. I wanted to go home. Um, and he's like, why aren't you coming? I'm like, I don't want to go. He's like, come on. I'm like, I do not want to go. Yeah. And after I said that, he was like, okay. And Tom like walked away from me. I was like, yeah, no one wants to talk to me. I'm going home. Um, so what? Yeah, mashed potatoes three, stuffing four. Five is tough. You hit Five all mine at tough. this point. And, you know, those are the same ones I had, I think. You know, I'm not a big green beans stuff. guy, but I'll probably go green beans five. We don't do – my Aunt Michelle makes these awesome – it's like she doesn't cook a ton. Um, Her mom was a great cook, so she has a lot to live up to, unfortunately. <laughs> But she makes these awesome, like, candied yams. Uh, They're not even candied yams. They're, it's literally, like, sweet potato souffle. Yeah. Fucking marshmallows on top. Mm. It's delicious. But she only makes it for Christmas Eve, which is awesome because they also make ham for Christmas Eve. And you know my opinion on ham. I'm yeah. not a huge ham guy. So I just load up on the sweet yeah. potatoes. No, that's a perfect once-a-year thing, though. You don't want to yeah. get expecting of them twice a yeah. year. Then. But I'll go green beans for five. Sometimes we do them with, like, thinly sliced all, all, all the moms. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Beautiful. All right. Um, hmm. I guess next thing. All right. Last Thanksgiving Day question before we get to the games and end this show real quick because we're at 30 minutes. Try and keep it under 35. What is more awkward on Thanksgiving? Now, okay. Do you play a football game with your cousins? No, I do not. Okay. So I'm going to put you in a scenario. I usually toss around the football with my cousins. What's more awkward, you think? When everyone tries rushing to the bathroom right after dinner and the house only has like two bathrooms or when you're playing football and someone gets hurt and you know it's your fault, but you can't like you have to go inside and be like, oh, like, oh, he's hurt. Mm -hmm. I wonder how that happened. I think the hurt, thing even is, though everyone knows I did it, I think the hurt thing is worse because I think both of us are pretty much the oldest or at the older end of the, the spectrum of cousins. Yeah. I'm the oldest in my family. Yeah, the second I'm not oldest, the oldest, but I'm the oldest one that would be hurting. my sister's 19 and my other cousin, I think he's turning 18. Yeah. He's so about to turn. I, I 18. think that one's worse because there's no way to avoid the, the, the bathroom situation. That's, yeah. that's a given that everyone in the United States <laughs> and Canada is dealing with. <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> All right, so we covered the awkwardness. So now we're going to go over the games tomorrow. And unfortunately, we didn't talk about it today. We will be talking about it on the weekly podcast. Like I said, we're kind of doing just a chillax podcast today, trying something a little different. 
Um, unfortunately, Baltimore and Pittsburgh has been pushed back to Sunday because of the Ronies. Yeah. Um, I feel I'll give my quick take on it real quick. I'll give a longer expanded take. I feel like it's bullshit that they push back the game only because they made San Francisco play a very similar game earlier in the year where they were missing their entire wide receiver core mm. because of one guy got it. Um, and they're really only pushing this game back. So Baltimore has their running backs. Um, and because they're playing the Steelers, like if the Steelers were playing like some random team, like if the Steelers were playing the Eagles and the Eagles had this issue, that game would not be canceled. Yeah, no, I feel it's because you. it's a division game. That's what I was just going to say. Steelers are 10 like, and 0. Ravens want, are at a pivotal point in the season. You don't want a big game like that to decide it because they decided to play two games, you know, but to why me, not? Just, to in, me, in you climate. set the standard for the regular season. If this was a playoff I, I game, I can't say that I've I seen understand. exactly how they've handled it this far with every game, like from game to game. So if multiple players seem to have it um, and it's running through like Tennessee did earlier in the year, mm-hmm. they canceled the game. Yeah. Um, if like in the 49ers case where the 49ers one wide receiver got it, they made all the other wide receivers. Ayuk, uh, Samuel was hurt, but was thinking about coming back. All the other wide receivers that were around him didn't get to play that game. Yeah. So they had no wide receiver. Like, how is that fair? Yeah, no, I hear you. I definitely, yeah. I mean, I'd rather them push it back always, but if they have to pick and choose, I'd rather them still push it back. I'd want to see a full strength game if I can. Fair enough. All right. So the only games we have tomorrow are the aforementioned Houston Detroit game. In Detroit and Washington, Dallas in Dallas. Line on the Houston game. Houston's minus three. Detroit's plus three. The over-under is 51 and a half. I like Houston to win this game. I like them to cover the spread. I also like the over at 51 and a half. I think it's going to be a definitely high, like high scoring over. game. Yeah, I definitely like the over. Um, I can go with that. I think it'll be a, a, a tight game, but um, I think twenty eight twenty four is kind of what you're looking at. Yeah, no, maybe even in the thirties. That sounds that sounds solid to me. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then the advanced bet I have on this. Here's my crazy, not crazy parlay. Here's my same. This is kind of nuts. My same game parlay for that Houston game. I got Will Fuller to score a touchdown. Deshaun Watson to go over three hundred two yards, which I love. Um, I think that's big. I would take that definitely. I got DeAndre Swift to score a touchdown which I think he's definitely going to do if he plays. In fact, I have a side bet for DeAndre to score two touchdowns tomorrow. I think they're going to be relying on him heavily if he's healthy back from that concussion. I got the Texans to win. I got the Texans to win the first quarter. Uh, I got I got an alternate over at 49 just in case, like, some weird missed extra. That would be a game where, like, there's a missed extra point and mm-hmm. the team has to go for two. Um, and then I got Kiki QT. In his second game back, scoring a touchdown tomorrow um, for a huge odds boost on that. I like it. All right. And then second game, we got Dallas. You got anything else on that game? No, no, no. I I like what you're putting out. Yeah. Dallas minus two and a half uh, against the Skins. And the over-under on that game is 46 and a half. That over-under for me is difficult. Yeah, that's really like because you can really see both those teams coming out and just land another dud. Yeah, I would say that's gonna go over. I would probably stay away from that line, if I but I would stay one. away from the over. Um, I will say, I would pick Washington to win outright. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, I think I'd go with you on that one. I think they got more heart in this situation. And that's a shitty team playing shitty, but having some moments. Dallas is supposed to be a good team playing shitty. Team playing, team playing above or at circumstances, you got to think they got more heart in it, especially yeah. on a holiday. Agreed. And to me, those close games where uh, – close games in prime time to me go to coaching. Yeah. 
trust Ron Rivera more than I do Mike McCarthy. Absolutely. And Dallas always seems to come down. Like, they had a big win against Minnesota last week. They seem to come down quick. It's like getting high off meth. You just fucking drop off a cliff. Yeah, I, I wouldn't I know. wouldn't know. I but. wouldn't try to trust Mike McCarthy to get me out of a closet. No. All right, now what you're going to want to do is turn the handle. Feel around at eye level. <laughs> Feel eye level. Uh, the parlay I got for that game, I got Scary Terry McLarnon to score. C.D. Lamb to score. Even though he didn't have a catch last time he played Washington, um, I feel an interesting game coming on for him. I think Fuller's going to be blanketed on Coop. I got Zeke to score a touchdown. Alex Smith to go over 242 yards against that pathetic Dallas defense. And I got the Washington football team to win. Yeah, I like that. I think if I had the bet that you had, I wouldn't worry. About, I would probably just throw the over in anyway because if all those things hit, you're probably going to hit over well, it's, too. It's too late. I yeah. Already just just Already through. threw it in. But thanks, Nate. Hey, man. That's why you're the better, and I'm the guy who ran out of money betting. <laughs> yeah, even though I barely win. Yeah. It's very upsetting. All right. Well, um, that's all she wrote. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Hope you enjoyed the special. Um, Definitely not worth a 37 minute plus listen on Thanksgiving yeah. morning, but, uh, you know, we wish everybody a Thanksgiving and have a happy holidays. Yeah, absolutely. Guys, see you Saturday. From us here uh, at After Overtime. Gobble, gobble.